Ugh. Well, if you can't tell, Brandon is back. The circus bear, raccoon, dump truck, Bradolf Schittler, the Eloso Blanco 69 himself. Absolutely, man. Good to have you back, brother. You're on your feet. Yeah, well, for the most part, yeah. I'm I'm uh, up and walking around. I got my fucking guts back where they're supposed to be. Uh, doctor was kind enough to uh, you know give me a little candy. Ah, I know what that means. Mm-hmm. That's that uh, doctor feel good helping you out. Yeah, absolutely, man. So they removed the cactus from your ass. That's what I said. I don't know if you listen to my solo podcast. The greatest thing about this entire series, <laughs> but I. Uh, um, told the listeners that you had a cactus surgically removed from your ass that you paid a prostitute to put up there. Because um, it's easy to put in, you know, the way the quills work. But then when you try pulling it out, not happening. Oh, absolutely, man. And uh, you probably could have been guessing on that, and you still might have been accurate on it. You know, that's definitely something I would do. Yeah. Well, you got to pay extra for that, as you say. <laughs> but, hey, not in Albuquerque. All right, so... Brandon just had major surgery. This is his first episode back after missing uh, almost a month. You can go to kick in some money for him at his GoFundMe, which you could find on our landing page. It's drum.io slash valleyboys. We are going to do something about that domain. Figure out a way to make it say like sheepfucker.com or something. I don't know. Um, For Mark Norman, I actually bought the domain fartqueef.com. Yeah. And it redirected to his special. Well, yeah, hell of a guy you are. So we could figure that out for ourselves. In the meantime, drum.io slash valleyboys. That's where you could find Brandon's GoFundMe. It also links to our merchandise. We just had a sick drop happen. We got these pink tank tops that say Ugly Guy Summer. We also got those slides, you know, those uh, sandals you wear to the beach. Takes a real confident man to wear a pink shirt, let alone one that says Ugly Guy Summer. Oh, absolutely. And if you are an ugly guy uh, like ourselves, they'll definitely distract from the uh, lesser parts of you, too. So it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Wear it right over your gut. You know, it doesn't cover the crotch area. So if you're not well endowed, maybe just put pants on. But ladies, <laughs> stop buying that shit. I mean, do, because I like the money. But uh, I went through this. I told, I said this last time, too. I went through the sizing chart before the pink drop. Yeah. And it was all women sizes, you know? Even large women, but like women's sizes. And so with the pink one, uh, only a handful of men are buying it. Ladies, quit appropriating our shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just because uh, you have tits and uh, the vast majority of the guys who listen to us probably also have them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Indistinguishable at that point. Yes. As always, you can go to buymeacoffee.com. Usually you kick us five bucks for beers, but this time it's all going to Brandon. Uh, this week, our gay dads are Shitty Nathan, Shitty Terrence, Shitty Roy, Shitty Terry, and our gay dad is Shitty Nathan. Same guy as the first. He's the one who kicked us the most money. So thank you, guys. That's going to go directly into Brandon's recovery. He'll be back on his feet in no time. He's kind of... We're actually at my house in Reseda. Usually, we record in Brandon's garage um, in the bad part of Reseda. That's why... You know, you don't hear any car alarms. There's no sirens, no ghetto birds. The birds are having sex with the bees. Everything's great in this part of Reseda. Yeah, not sweating our balls off for once either, too, which is uh, which is always a plus. Yep, I have this uh, thing called air conditioning. It's great. We just don't do it here because, like, Brandon, uh, whenever he comes to my house, he takes a paint peeling dump. 
Okay? The whole place was renovated. Again. And first thing he did was he shot and destroyed the entire house. Like, if you go on Zillow.com, you look up my address, it's going to say that there was a huge crater in the bathroom devaluing <laughs> the entire neighborhood. Hey, but part of that wasn't my, wasn't my fault. That, that, that was uh, Mother Nature. Uh... In fairness, you got surgery to fix it. Yeah, so yeah, I've done my part to uh, you know uh, help keep the value of this house up now. Mm. All right, sounds good. Yeah, well, it's f- further devaluing it. You mean, you know, what? I'm gonna start a GoFundMe to have my bathroom repaired. <laughs> Man, I'm seeing that money coming in, and I'm like, dude, I, I should start GoFundMe's for everything. Like, I kind of want the LA Kings are in the playoffs. They clinched a spot for the first time in four years. They're not gonna be giving tickets away. I should start a GoFundMe. Absolutely, that's important, man. GoFundMe. Your- I want to see the LA Kings. Yeah, that's, that's important shit right there. <laughs> GoFundMe. Well, we we kind of do. We always had a GoFundMe for booze, the buy me a coffee thing. Um, this is just, you know, if you're shameless enough to do that, I think you can. There was a, there was one guy who said um, he was like GoFundMe for ah, what was it? It was it was like the opposite of going to AA. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I don't want to go to AA anymore, but I need money for booze and crack. And he made like 800 bucks. Hey, honesty and advertising, man. You know, I, I, I would take that. I would take, I think I am shameless enough to do that. You know, I mean, here I am slinging, uh, what, what was it? Like just money you give us, like buy me a coffee. You get nothing out of it. And they take a good chunk of it. Yeah. The and yet I'm bastards. selling my soul, but I don't care. I tell you what I'm buying with it. Booze. And if you want to give me money for booze, I'm not going to say no. GoFundMe is the same thing. It's just a place for people to chill and hand money over to you. Yeah, and considering that if uh, you do end up going to watch the Kings, you know they're going to get their ass beat and probably swept, mm-hmm. and you're going to be in a state of mind where you want to get uh, completely blotto. Exactly, yeah. Well, you're a Penguins fan. I had a dream where I kicked a penguin the other day, the other night. The hell Thought of you. Say. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Anyways, if you got any other harebrained ideas for um, my GoFundMe's for my various expenses in my life, you can uh, let me know and I'll start them up. We should do that. We should start a shameless GoFundMe, you know, once you're back on your feet. By all means, go and kick Brandon money on his drum.io slash valleyboys. It's the first link on there. That is used for legitimate healing purposes, whereas I, when I start mine, nefarious. You know what I mean? I'm going to be like, all right, I need uh, 13 bucks because I want to Postmate some Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a yin and yang of the world. You know, you have the good and the evil. So you need that balance. <laughs> I shouldn't be ordering anything from Taco Bell, dude. I am getting fat again. Not that I was... Wait, getting? Yeah. Here we, okay, here we are. I have crossed that line. It's like, for me, there's that 200-pound line. That is the oinkiest I've ever been in my life, and I'm 200 pounds. Remember how earlier, in the earlier episodes, I was talking about how I'm on keto, I'm whatever the fuck, I'm walking to the Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, I was getting to the point that I, I almost would have just fucked you. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I still had titties, but not like, you know, your size. Now I'm back up to double D. Like, instead of buying shirts at Walmart, I got to buy them at Victoria's Secret. But they, uh, I'm, I'm over that 200 pounds. Like, I'm, I'm at like 201, you know? Yeah. yeah. Victoria's Secret sent me a gift card. They're like, here you go, fatty. Yeah, I didn't realize you could get that fat. I thought you like maxed out when you're at 185. You would but, think, right? Nope. Yeah. Nope. I've eaten my way to the other side. And uh, the grossest part of this is I ordered one of those um, 
t-shirts from the drop. Not the Ugly Guy Summer, but the raccoon one. Yeah. And I got the, the tri-blend. You know, like not a cotton t-shirt, but like a polyester, 50% this, that, whatever. I like that feel. Problem is, it's not good if you're fat because it just makes it look like it accentuates your titties. Okay? Or my titties. <laughs> and so I put on a shirt like that and it clings to you a little bit. So I'm walking around like fucking tit, not just front tits, but I got like side tits when I wear a polyester shirt. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, as long as you don't get to the back tits. When you got back tits, that's when you know, like. I'm you, getting there, but I, like I'm also a hunter. So, I mean. Yeah, fair enough. I don't I know. It. it all just kind of squishes to the front. But that polyester shirt's doing me no favors. I call that uh, tit city. Fat tit city. I, um, I had someone post it on our Twitter. It's on there. There's a picture. It's me. Taking a picture of my fat fucking tits in that shirt, like the raccoon looks fat now because of me. In the on the on the shirt that says "Embrace your filth," and I'm trying to embrace my filth. You know, uh, here's my fat tit shirt. <laughs> the only Dave, man, that is impressive. You get so fat that you make your shirt look fat. Yeah, well, because there's a raccoon on it, right? But he's he's a little fluffy guy. But when I wear the shirt, he's all stretched out, like he's he's not a raccoon anymore. He's like he's like a like one of them huskies that you overfeed. Oh yeah, you know, and they don't do anything. Yeah, they just kind of like uh, roll around the carpet if they want to get somewhere, and they can't even drag their butts on the ground. Yeah, that was like my mom's wiener dog. We had this uh, when I moved out. I, I wanted a dog for some reason when I was a teenager, and then you know when I moved out, uh, she immediately got a dog, but it was this shitty little wiener dog, and it was supposed to be nine pounds. It's a miniature dachshund. Okay. That fucker was three times its uh, ideal weight, 27 pounds. It looked like a little coffee table. Like it's, it's, cause it's elongated body, tiny little shit legs, but its back was flat. Yeah. Like a, and it looked like a coffee table. The thing was so fat, it couldn't even walk up the stairs. Well, it's like, it's tragic in a way. You feel bad for the dog, but in the same, like, it, it's fucking hilarious because it looks like a, a hot dog that you've uh, put in the microwave for too long and it's about ready oh, yeah. to burst. And it, no, no, this one did burst. Oh, you know, no. Like, it, 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 looked, it was bad. Well, it's because I had this fat ass stepdad at the time, right? Like, everyone has a fat ass stepdad. And he was always, you know, going to the fridge. And every time he did, he'd be throw the dog a little something. So th that thing is just fucking gargantuan by the time it died at three years old <laughs> 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 fuck and like you oh ever hear God. these couples that like you know some couples stay together for the kids my mom and my step that stepdad stayed together for the dog i feel like you know because like they just pure guilt yeah no no they separated before it died but they shared custody of the dog and then when it died they split the ashes okay fair enough He's like, oh, you can take the house, the car, just give me half those ashes. You know, and he'd get drunk and he'd be like, oh, Molly, are you protecting your bone? <laughs> oh, and my brother and my friends, we all laughed at that. My one friend was helping him fix the roof, you know, stepdad shit. And he's putting on his gloves. My friend goes, oh, you're going to put your gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he didn't think that was funny. Fucking stepdad. He had a bit of a mullet, as stepdads did in the 2000s. That's what uh, you're eyeballing, correct? Oh, yeah, man. There will be, uh, there will be pictures to follow. Uh, might happen as early as today. We'll, we'll, we'll see how the rest of the day goes. But um, Well, this is Wednesday. It's not going to drop probably until Friday. So there could very well be pictures of you mulleted on the Internet by the time this drops. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just uh, since we don't actually have a legal department because that costs money, uh, just going to forewarn you now, ladies, uh, make sure that when you're looking at those pictures, you're nowhere near where uh, you're on a floor that you can slip on because it's going to get wet. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. You know, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Get that <laughs> mullet, man. We're going to get you those those pink pit vipers. You're going to be walking around Buffalo Wild Wings. Cock of the walk, baby. Fuck yeah, man. Cock of the walk. Not me. I'm just fat tit Dave now. You know, I, I even look fat at 170 pounds. I feel like I'm supposed to be like 130 or some shit, which is weird because I'm 5'10". Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like that's not uh, like I'm not too short. I'm like the ass end of average height. <laughs> yeah. You know, like like any shorter. And if I was any shorter, I'd have to lie about my height. Yeah. You know, and 5'10 is the liar's height. <laughs> yeah. Like when someone says 5'10, they really mean 5'8". Yeah. If someone says 5'8", if somebody tells you that they're 5'8 before you meet them, they're not even over five feet tall. Like, oh, they got to take all their pictures from the bottom, you know? Yeah, they, they popped out of the lollipop guild. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. God, so fat. I'm that uh, Jehovah's Thickness. <laughs> oh, fuck Christ. Well, on the last episode, I was talking about being a Jehovah, you know, and that's me now. I'm a fat-ass Jehovah. Fuck yeah, dude. There's a marketing campaign right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm not, I'm not Jehovah. I was when I was a kid. My mom used to... My brother was always taller than me. Almost always, always. He's two years my junior, but by the time I was like five years old, he was my height, so we looked like twins. He, he had red hair. I had blonde hair, and my mom, other than that, we were pretty identical. My mom would dress us up and be like, here's a Jehovah magazine, you know, awake. They'd have that with the weird paintings of your grandma coming out of the graveyard and <laughs> like walk up to that house and, and, uh, and, and hand it to whoever answers the door. You know, this is, this is the fucking nineties. People trusted you back then or you trusted strangers or whatever. Yeah. Um, or at least in small town, Alberta, Canada. But anyways, um, yeah, we go and hand them and they're like, what's this? And we're like, I don't fucking know. We have no idea what all of this is about. <laughs> we just know that three times a week we got to get locked up in that fucking kingdom hall. We we had to help lay sod on it. Middle fingers are bad. That's all I know. <laughs> God. And then, uh, uh, um, so anyways, but yeah, that was very real because I had people um, DMing me on Instagram, not Twitter because I'm still fucking suspended on there, but on, on Elon Free Dave. Yeah. On Twitter, or sorry, on Instagram, people are sending me messages being like, are you really Jehovah's Witness? So is I, or so is my uncle, or whatever the hell. And it's like, yeah, that was real. But I'm fat, so I'm Jehovah's Thickness. <laughs> but like with three C's, you know? Thickness. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Fat tit city. Whatever, man. I'm embracing myself. It's ugly guy summer anyway, you know? Yeah, you'd be proud of your fat ass. Exactly. And ladies, give the ugly guys a chance, you know? Quit going for these hot guys. They're not calling you back. Yeah, man, we'll fuck like the government in April. <laughs> Except be thankful about it. Yeah, exactly. At least, uh, yeah, you'll get a more pleasure uh, at the end of it. Ugly guy summer. It's weird doing a podcast and not getting fucking drunk. I mean, I, I understand it's a little bit better because I'm not slurring so much. Yeah. If you listen to some of those other episodes, I'm like fucking wasted. And people seem to give me a pass with that shit. I don't know why. I figure by now... People would think I'm a full-blown alcoholic. No, I, mean, I, I, am. I think they assume it's just because you're Canadian as part of your culture. Right. And it is. You have a moose head on a moose. Mm-hmm. Or no, Molson, which, by the way, isn't isn't an actual beer company. 
or, or sorry, it's not an individual beer. It's a manufacturer. Yeah. All right. There's Molson Canadian, but no one calls it Molson. Hey, hand me a Molson. Whenever you hear that, it's an American making fun of Canada. Same with the word hoser. No one ever says that unless it's making fun of Canada. Sure. By an American or a Canadian, but the beer is Molson Canadian. Molson makes it. Canadian is the beer. Get it right. Yeah, this Care is about my culture. Yeah, don't, this is 2022. Let's stop the Canadian racism. That's right, uh, eh? Except, <laughs> We're not all a bunch of hosers, eh? So back off. Let me ride my moose in peace. Jesus. You know, that's the Manitoba accent a little bit. Oh, what you got there, bud? Mm, get off my fucking lawn or I'll call the RCMP. Fuck. <laughs> These are real things I've heard. One time I was getting robbed because it's Winnipeg. <laughs> and this dude hits me with a bat like not hard but hit me enough to be like don't fucking fight back because this shit's getting real and they're reaching for my in my pockets right i had an ipod so long ago it was and i had 15 dollars cash three five dollar bills and my wallet so the the bills were just like in my pocket the wallet had 10 bucks in it or some shit like not much they take the money out of there two guys one of them happens to be out on parole. Great. The woman is what gave them away. Because the whole time I'm getting robbed, she's going, hurry up, fuck. We got to get to Max before they stop serving the cheese fries. <laughs> and then I told the cop that. I'm like, I think they went to Max. <laughs> and he's like, what makes you think that? And I said, well, she kept saying, hurry up, fuck. <laughs> we got to get to Max before they stop serving the cheese fries. And he's, the detective is like, Weird. That's exactly what she said to the other guys they robbed. <laughs> so these brilliant cops, you know, they go to the backs and they're like, hey, can we see the security footage? And they're like, is this them? I'm like, yep. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, sure enough. Guy was 20 years old out on parole for some other violent crime. Like he was already in prison and they let him out early. And, you know, I thought maybe he'd get his GED or something. <laughs> nah, it's back to Robin. Jesus Christ, man! This sounds like it'd be a uh, you know Canadian Olympic sport. It's like their version of the decathlon. You know, you show up, you you beat the shit out of somebody with the uh, with the bat, you steal from them, uh, and then you uh, run to get to Max's so you can get your cheese fries, and then you stop by the liquor store, but you got to rob them because the fifteen dollars they stole from you, they spent at Max's on the cheese fries, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and then they do another sprint all the way home. That's exactly, but it's not a sprint. It's like a cross country ski situation. Yeah, but instead of cross country skis you have your uncle's shoes that are like three sizes too big for you <laughs> see that would be the winnipeg <laughs> <laughs> jesus yeah well whatever man and and we have our own goofy little accent um some people call it a native accent it's not it's a manitoba accent it's a rural manitoba accent where yes it's largely native populated uh native american as it's called here um but the white people talk like that too yeah, so everyone's just like adopted. It really, it really is the uh, the great melting pot. Uh huh. And people in Manitoba point with their chin. Hey, what's that over there? And it's like a little <laughs> point with their chin and the, and their bottom lip. That's another one. Just the lip. Mm-hmm. Oh God, no wonder mm-hmm. uh, you guys all have that like Dudley Do Right like butt crack chin, like you're exercising it all the time. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, which way's Max? That way. Max is like a. Um, 7-Eleven type thing. Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh. That's where you can buy cigarettes if you're 16. Holy fuck, man. Sounds way better than 7-Elevens here. Yeah, you're not supposed to, 
But they, they let you get away with it. Or they did fucking, when I was 16. That's fucking Canada. It's Manitoba. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, if you're not already, like, smoking by eight, drinking by ten, what are your parents even doing? Like, Exactly. See, I don't know how to describe Manitoba. Like, when people meet me, they often say, you are not what I thought Canadians would be like. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing my countrymen any services here. But uh, with my behavior, that is. Yeah. But they, uh, uh, there's... It's a. It's hard to compare it to anything in the United States because on one hand, Manitoba is very much like North Dakota in terms of how brazen it is. Yeah, like it's just this shitty place in the middle of nowhere, prairies, bison, shit, <laughs> shitty pe- alcoholism, a lot of that. Shocker. Um, but it's also very much like the South in how trash everybody is. <laughs> Sudbury's kind of like that, too. That's the other place I lived. Sudbury's very much a roughneck town. You know, they got the mines. Hey, bud, I don't need to fucking graduate. I got my grade 10. I'm going to go work in the mine. Actually, that's not... uh, That was a thing of yesteryear. Now you need, like, three degrees to go and sweep the floor in the mines. But, hey. Yeah, solid fucking paycheck. Boomers, man. Boomers. They They could go work in the mines before they were out of high school. Why the fuck would you even bother graduating? Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Well, whatever. They don't have a... Farts don't have accents. Oh, there's no like special like Canadian uh, like like you guys don't have cleft assholes or something that like gives it a special sound or anything. I feel like farts are different. Yeah, not so much that, but just like in in Manitoba, as I've said many times on this podcast, women fart and dump with the door open. It's just a thing. That one girl, she was literally eating KFC on the toilet. Man, that's a woman, boy. Yeah, she had the door open, and she's farting and shitting and continuing the conversation while eating chicken. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, well, that might be your thing. Well, I'm, I'm sure she's out there somewhere. Probably well, not yeah. listening to this. Well, Doesn't have internet connection. Well, I'll tell you the first place I'm going to go as soon as I get my mullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, Portage Place, dude. That's where you'll find a woman shitting on the toilet eating chicken. But farts there are uh, they're more natural, I feel like, because people do it regardless of where they are, you know? Sure. Like in, in, in Manitoba, people don't care as much as they do in California. Yeah. I mean, you, if you're already like shitting with the door open, what do you care mm-hmm. about where you fart? People are farting on the first dates. It's not a big deal. But here, everyone holds in their farts, you know, so they save them up. And then they have that weird accent to them. The, Ameri- the, the California accent to a fart is, number one, the fart is 13 seconds. Yeah. Because they're held in for too long until it's a safe place. And they're always done by like... A dishwasher, something that's on, something that's making a little bit of noise mm-hmm. to disguise the fart. But you ain't fooling anybody. I know what you're doing. You're taking a fart walk. <coughs> Jesus. See, you would fit in very well in Manitoba. I think that, well, that's why, probably why I've already been told multiple times I'm an honorary Canadian. But I think what they meant by honorary Canadian is honorary Manitoban. 100%, yeah. Because you, like, or Quebec, that place is trash but or Sudbury <laughs> but you would not fit in in Vancouver you would not fit in, in Toronto you know Edmonton yes Calgary no <laughs> like Alberta is its own monster oh uh, shit yeah like uh Edmonton is a place where people fart on the first date Calgary is a place where they have so much money that they pay other people to fart for them <laughs> fair enough <laughs> I that's I I'll never know what it's like to be that rich yeah, they're, they're, they got the cowboy farts. Is that racist? Can farts? Can farts be racist? 
Um, you, you know, I, I think I did fart around, uh, some black people one time and they kind of looked at me like I, I had just assaulted their existence. So maybe if you did it on purpose, yes, you can use farting as a weapon in racism. Sure. Cause if you're just saving in your farts and you're walking around people of color and you're farting on them on purpose, you're racist. No, man. Like, I, oh, but God. is the individual fart racist? Like depending on the farts accent, maybe, uh, yeah, like if it, and is it different depending on what kind of food you eat? Because I went to Indian brunch. Okay. It's this awesome thing. It's like, it's a little bit more now, but it's with a coupon. It's 20 bucks. You get unlimited Indian brunch buffet. Bottomless mimosas, bro. Oh, shit. Not, not just that. You can just get straight champagne. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Curry and uh, mimosas together. That sounds like it's going to create its own special little concoction. It's a racist fart because I walk out of there and I'm farting with each step and it kind of has an accent. The fart had a bit of, like they were different farts. I feel like I was my butt was being racist. Like not me. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't my heart being racist, it was my butt. No, and not you the asshole, but your asshole. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It had a bit of a I see there's no way for me to describe it that won't be racist, but it did you know how the inflection goes up? Sure. With the, with the Indian accent, it kind of did that. Where every fart basically sounds like a question. <laughs> Fuck. And I was farting with every step, just like Farty Barbara, a secretary I worked with, seven years old. She would fart every time she walked with her, and every time her left leg touched the ground, fart. And just like, we're talking like an actual, you know, Jesus. not like a little pincher. Yeah. So anyways, I was farting like the question marks with every step, like Farty Barbara. But then... One of the farts sounded like it was responding to the question, but it didn't. It didn't like it. It was like, <laughs> like a very discouraged but racist fart. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I don't know, man. Farts around the world are different. Uh, but what makes people fart is going to be different, right? Because like Indian food's a shock to my system, bro. Yeah. Like if I'm farting, if I'm walking out of there, that's not me being racist. It's my butt. Yeah. See, I like German food, and uh, I feel like the German farts—they sound angry, just like yeah. you know, like you could say I'd be I love you in German, but it sounds like you're screaming some obscenity at somebody. Oh, I feel yeah. I feel like my farts are the same way when I when when I eat German food, and people are thinking my asshole is going to start the next Holocaust, and I'm like, no, 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 I just ate. I'm I'm fine. I love you all. Like, it's just those angry German farts. Exactly. Yeah, that German potato salad, man. I fucking love it. I can't help it. See, I don't know anything about Germany except for, you know, the bad shit. <laughs> yeah, they had some rough times uh, in the earlier part of the 20th century, you know. I know Japan has a weird... Um, well, Japan has, like, a weird thing with Western culture, too, but they like Germans. Like that, that little uh, alliance never really went away. Well, what I'm saying is, like, they, they adopt a lot of their engineering, a lot of their... Like, they're into that, into German culture, into German mechanics i don't know oh, that kind I mean, of shit they, hey they both make quality cars that makes sense yeah 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 they're <laughs> they're, they're both very meticulous and strict yeah um, what else <laughs> well, braid all shitler <laughs> they, they, they both have had their militaries uh uh limited in their capabilities over the years mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who would they vote for oh probably joe biden <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah. ah here we go all right um yeah, with all the farting I'm doing, 
Uh, I've been watching 30 Rock. Okay, yeah. Remember that show? Yeah, a little bit of throwback, Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin, all that, when they were still funny. Yes. Or at least Alec Baldwin, before he started killing people. Well, you know, he had a blast. I think. Whoa! <laughs> you know, whatever. Dumptus. He... He was fucking great in that show, but I'm watching it, and it's weird now that I'm Tina Fey's age in that show, because she was 37. Right? Oh, damn. And I'm 30, yeah. Jesus Christ, she still looks 37. She's smoking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, God. Well, the weird thing is, I feel like she aged to a certain point. Yeah. Because back then, when you saw her at 37, you were like, oh, God, she looks in her 40s. Yeah, fair A little enough. bit. I don't know. I'm not trying to criticize her appearance or anything. I'm just saying she she frozen she aged normally and then frozen time. Yeah, How about that. But anyways, I'm watching the show and I, I'm starting to empathize with her a little bit, like the character. I feel like I am more and more like Liz Lemon because now that I'm watching it again, I'll do something disgusting. Like I don't know. This morning I was smoking a cigarette while putting a shirt on, and I went, "Good God, Lemon." That's what Alec Baldwin would say to him every time she did something gross. You know, she's eating her night cheese. She's singing about it. And he's knocking on the door. He's like, were you singing about night cheese? Good God, Lemon. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm white trash. I'm watching that shit. And, and, and that's me. I feel like we're all Tina Fey. We're all just disgusting creatures. We're embracing our filth. Absolutely. We're working on our night cheese, bro. Sounds like a great motto that you could put on a T-shirt and put it in a store and then buy it uh, the Valley Boys logo on it. That's right. Yeah. Well, that was not a Valley Boys logo. It's a fucking fat-ass raccoon eating uh, pizza and drinking beer. But, yeah, so it's us. My, my personal logo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, we got, we got another drop coming for 4th of July. I'm not going to say what it is, but it goes on sale June 1st, so it's not for a little while away. But it's uh, going to be something you could order just in time for Independence Day. Very nice. We'll make it as inexpensive as possible. And it's hilarious, but you'll see, you'll have to wait and see. June first, it drops. All right, let's do the. F- oh shit! You already forgot what? I'm also at the Madhouse Comedy Club, June fifth in San Diego. You can get your tickets at drum.io/slash/valleyboys. Supposed to say that at the beginning, but I forgot. Whatever. If you're in San Diego, come check it out. Wear your embrace your filth shirt. Uh, I get off to that shit. Uh, All right, I'm trying to stop. I'm gonna fucking puke. Uh, Good God, Lemon. Guys, I'm 37 years old. I'm no stranger when it comes to the hog not wanting to come out of the barn at all times. It's fine. We can talk about it. Stress, anxiety, a bad day. It can all affect my sexual performance and ruin it for everybody in the room. But luckily, that's where BlueChew.com comes in, so I can too. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew helps combat all forms of ED, helping you achieve a harder and stronger bone like a dose of vitamin D. They're small, chewable tablets so you can carry them around with you so when the situation arises, so will you. Because Blue Chew is an online prescription service, there are no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no eye contact, just a first-class ticket to Fat Dick City. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers who will help you find the right ingredient and strength, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. It's all done online, sent to you in discreet packaging. Forget the stigma. If you decide to tell your girl about it, she's gonna love it. When she sees what that dick can do, she'll be the one reminding you to use our code. So go ahead and give your lady that rock-hard Donkey Kong anaconda she deserves. 
And there's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code VALLEYBOYS at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code VALLEYBOYS to receive your first month free. All right, let's do uh, Florida Man. Do you have a thing for that? I absolutely do. Uh, just a couple quick things to get super gay. Uh, first off, I'd like to uh, thank Dave for keeping this shit show rolling while, uh, while I've been away and then sick and then... This is very gay. God knows what other catastrophes. Hey, but you should appreciate the extra work I've been giving you so that you didn't get so fat that you have tits on your back. So you're welcome for that. Yeah, I don't got back tits. Yeah. But uh, so I just wanted to get that that out there first. Uh, so if uh, all of you still appreciate the fact we're doing this, uh, thank Dave, buy tickets to a show, and uh, go fucking laugh. Yeah, come right. come party. Brandon might come. I yeah, fuck, I might. Uh, yeah, as long as uh, we're getting an Airbnb. Oh shit! And we're gonna trash it. I'm bringing uh, my opener. He's officially my opener, Ken on Kaya. He's way funnier than me, so <laughs> you can come and watch him, and then be horribly disappointed. Uh, by me. They'll say I'm shorter in person. I hate that. Yeah, that's what I usually tell the women, too. All right. So, uh, since it's been a while here, uh, this is Florida, California, or Canada, man or woman. Uh, I have three headlines I'm going to read to uh, Dirty Dave over there. He has to tell me whether he believes this individual is from Florida, California, or Canada. This is not a process of elimination. Any of these hooligans can pop up again. Dave, are you ready to play, sir? Yes. All right. First headline we have today. Uh, law enforcement encourages homeowners to shoot burglars to, quote, save taxpayers money. Is that Florida, California, or Canada? Dude, shooting people to save money? That sounds like that's from, uh, well, my other tribe. But no, I'm going to go with Florida because they're all about uh, standing your ground. And your ground is anywhere your feet are on. And that's your bodily autonomy unless you want to use a... The ladies' room, then you can't do that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Florida. Absolutely, it's Florida. Yeah, man. What is, like, I'm sorry, they're shooting intruders, right? Yes. To save money? Uh, so, here's the actual quote from the, uh, from the local sheriff. If somebody's breaking into your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County, and we prefer that you do, actually. Whoever that was, you're not in trouble. Come see us. We have gun safety classes we put on every other Saturday. If you take that, you'll shoot a lot better, and hopefully you'll save the taxpayers money. See, I hate to say this. <laughs> Uh-oh, here comes Republican Dave. Go ahead. Is that something where it's technically the truth? Yes. Technically, it is saving taxpayer money. Yeah, because you know by that- committing murder, but it's the same way how like if we all died, we won't we don't have to pay taxes, right? You know, if every American died all of a sudden, there would be, uh, th- well, no tax revenue, so you don't want that. But there would be no nothing to spend taxes on. Exactly. Technically, that's the truth in the same way. But where's the lie? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Much like our summer, it's uh, the truth, but ugly. <laughs> so don't shoot people, Florida. Yeah, ideally. Hey, unless they're in your house. And according to the sheriff, you got free reign. Well, and I I hate to get all toilet flushy here, but uh, if someone's breaking into your house, and and if you're home, and they're breaking in, to me, that's proof that that's that's enough justification that they'll hurt you. Yeah, you I know. Because usually thieves, they'll wait until you're gone. Like most break-ins actually happen in the middle of the day because you're at work, you're gone, you're out of the house. 
Yeah. You know, less less chance to get caught, less chance of things for to go south, whatever. So if they're breaking in at night, you know, they're like, well, what if this motherfucker wakes up? He's like, well, no problem. I'll fuck him up a little bit. That's what the thieves are thinking, to, in my mind. Yeah. So if you hurt somebody that breaks into your house, uh, maybe they shouldn't have been breaking into your house. But there's a rule in Canada. Like, we, we have self-defense laws, but it's not the same as it is here. They're certainly no. not encouraging you to shoot people. <laughs> they don't call it stand your ground. But you, the burden of proof is actually on the person claiming self-defense. Well, that's so fucked. if someone breaks into your house, that's not necessarily, from a legal standpoint, it's not enough to say that to claim self-defense. But there's ways around that. You know what I mean? Cops show up. Some guy broke into your house. He's lying on the ground bleeding. Cops say, what happened? You go, oh, well, I was sitting alone in my house. I was exercising with this bat. I was swinging it around. Weirdest thing happened. Guy breaks in, walks right into a swing. The hell! I didn't know what was happening. I was just, I was just swinging and swinging and swinging, and he kept walking into it. I do a pawn shop owner, dude. He was getting robbed, so he pepper sprayed them and then locked them in. The, he locked them in the store. Yeah. Cops get there, they're like, "Smells like pepper spray," and he went. The weirdest thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> These guys broke into my store after I after I closed, and then they uh, pepper sprayed themselves, and now they're laying on the ground. And the cops are like, ah, smart. <laughs> Fucking A, man. Because they can only go by what you say. So if you tell them, yeah, I was, uh, he came, he broke into my house, so I fucked him up one, you can get in trouble. Yeah. Which I don't necessarily agree with. I don't, I don't agree you should kill somebody. But whatever. Next one. Okay. Next one is, woman drops phone into non-flush toilet, falls in trying to retrieve it. Is that California, Canada, or Florida woman? What's an unflushed toilet? Like she took it. It's dump? basically an outhouse. It's just their. Oh, it's just her euphemistic way to describe. Awesome. It. I okay. The fact that it's an outhouse to me suggests Florida or Manitoba. Uh, but then again, California. Man, you start getting in Central and Northern California, man. You're oh out. man, outhouse city. Yep. Like Bakersfield is an outhouse. Yeah, it's a giant one. It just happens. Fresno. Happens having Arco and, uh, you know, McDonald's in it. You ever been to Fresno, dude? Unfortunately, That yeah. is an outhouse. I was there. Not only was I in Fresno, I was in a Walmart in Fresno, dude. You know what I saw there? $99 engagement rings. That actually sounds That's like it's awesome. way too expensive for half the people in Fresno. You would think, except <laughs> here's the thing. They were sold out. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Anyways, um, I, I would have to go with... Canada. Nope. The other CA. California. Damn. The other CA. Well, I feel like California is the selfie capital of the world. She was probably taking a selfie on the toilet, as people always do. It's gross. Yeah. It actually happened in Washington State, but, you know. It was a California woman. Yeah. Well, God forbid a a woman who takes selfies, because, you know, that shit's going on Instagram. Was she Uh, taking a selfie? Uh, let's just pretend she was. In yeah. my mind's eye, she was taking a selfie. So yeah, yeah. she's some, uh, let's say Orange County girl, going up to Washington. Maybe a wedding's going on, visiting her cousins. She's got two cousins named I don't know, Jared and Trish. Yeah, and she's in their outhouse because they don't have electricity. Uh, taking a shit selfie, drops it in. It all checks out. It all checks out. It was definitely some white girl shit. Like she was in Washington hiking with her dog, um, probably drives a Subaru station wagon. It doesn't say that, but 
the official vehicle of white lesbians everywhere. I was going to uh, say, it sounds like she'd drive to Vermont, but yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Seattle, uh, Washington's, uh, you know, close second. So uh, anyhow, yeah, but obviously the the phone's an extension of, of white women nowadays, so... Yeah, she couldn't leave in that pile of shit by any means. Oh, sure. But here's the thing. I would do the same. The difference being I'm too fat to fit through the hole. So I wouldn't be able to fall in, but I would get stuck. Remember that episode of The Simpsons when Homer got stuck in the uh, water slide? Oh, yeah. That would be me in an outhouse. I believe it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, hey, at least you don't have to worry about falling in, you know? Worst uh, worst lots in life. Uh, But I wouldn't be taking a selfie. I also wouldn't be tweeting because I'm still fucking suspended. Make sure you tweet at Twitter support and say unsuspend at Dave Weasel. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is the greatest catastrophe of our time as far as free speech. If Elon wants to push free speech, we absolutely need Dave unsuspended. But we can. Well, Well, the difference being I wasn't suspended by content. I was suspended because someone fucking hacked my shit. And then as soon as they gave it back to me, like Twitter did, I filed a report saying, hey, this shit's uh, hacked. I put in my information, they verified it, and then as soon as I logged in, it was suspended. So fuck them. Fucking away she goes, bud. That's uh, what you get for, uh, from those California companies. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, last headline of the day. Strip club doubles as church. I know it's kind of generic, but uh, and uh, could definitely be any of the three places, but uh, where do you think you would find a strip club that doubles as a church? Mm. They should call it the pray and pay. <laughs> well, I'm sure they do. They yeah, they pray you don't catch anything you take home to your wife. Wait, no, pray and spray. That's better. Um, Probably more. Accurate. See, that could be anywhere. You know, North Bay, Ontario, just outside Sudbury, they had a. It was a notorious strip mall that had um, a a used Bible store. Okay, a whole fucking store dedicated to used Bibles. Right next to it, fannies. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I love that. There's a shitload of people. There was enough people there say, you know what, fuck this. I don't need this book anymore and decide to get rid of it. And there's enough of them that somebody could own, open a used Bible store. That's hilarious. So yeah, I feel like the, the churches and strip clubs are already intermingled. Like, well, you know, someone's in a strip club praying for a squeezer, you know, police, police take this 40 bucks to squeeze my balls while I jerk off a bit. Yeah. You know, um, Please, please, please let there be enough money in this ATM after the $7 surcharge to tip this strepper. But also, churches are like strip clubs. People are disrobing in the back Sunday school. Yeah. You know, that's oh, where a Jesus. lot of altar boys. Jesus like, they'll Christ. Tell, they'll vouch for that. They'll tell you that it's a strip club. Am I wrong? I'm sorry. It's just like I can say that the Florida guy's not lying. So where's the lie in that? Anyways, um, that could be anywhere. I'm, but I'm going with uh, Canada. Yeah, it absolutely is. And uh, it was a town that we nice. were talking about the other day. I asked you where Guelph was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Guelph, Ontario. And, and it's not what you think it is. Like, I've heard a story like this before where somebody, uh, they, like, tried opening one in some county or m- municipality where there was obscenity laws still where they didn't allow strip clubs. But, yeah, basically they, they paraded the strippers out, you know, like, you know, with the – I don't know, the little habits or whatever the nuns wear and shit like that, and uh, actually held services so they couldn't say, like, this isn't a strip club, it's a church. Oh, okay, now it all makes sense. But in this case, no, they just... Uh, laws. Yeah, so, some dude and his uh, wife decided they would uh, host a Christian fellowship at a unconventional space in order to bring religion to those who didn't feel comfortable seeking it out. 
So you don't feel comfortable going to the church, but like you, you don't mind some 20 year old broad, half your age, uh, you know, grinding away, giving you the old snail trail while she's reading Genesis to you. <laughs> well, you know what? That does make sense. Cause aren't they the heathens? The strippers and the customers. Hey, that's who Jesus hung out with, man. He didn't want your uh, he sure holier did. than now, man. Uh, you go to where the sinners are at. So uh, good on them, living just like Jesus would. Hey, you know what? That would bring out more honest people. You know, two birds, one stone. Absolutely. All right, I got mine. All right, well, let's uh, rock. Same it rules, except for um, it's going to be Florida man, uh, Canada man, or Iowa man. That's where Brandon was birthed. You could tell by fucking looking at him. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. I'm going to do it in this order, though. All right. Okay. Couple trapped in unlocked closet for two days. God damn it. I feel like that's Iowa. I feel like that's some shit that happens in Iowa. The couple, they went in the closet for whatever reason. That's not a metaphorical one. Yeah. They went in there fucking around, and then they couldn't get out, but it was unlocked, and they were in there for two days. Yeah, if it's metaf- if you were saying metaphorically in the closet, I would say Florida. But uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my guns and say Iowa. On this nope, one. Florida. God damn it! Florida uh, couple trapped in unlocked closet for two days. Jesus. You got to remember, there's an intelligence factor in these. Okay, it's not just. But people don't like it when we rip on Florida. I don't care. I, well, I mean, if, if Florida exists, like that's their own fault. They don't like it. Okay. Man gets sentenced to 30 years in prison, then slaps his attorney. Uh, I'm just going to stick with Florida yeah. because, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in fairness to him, though, you know, if you're going to jail for 30 years anyhow, you might as well live a little bit right before you go. It's the last thing you can do. Sure. But this is for, like, financial crimes, you know. Um, it wasn't for murder or anything. That's a dead giveaway that is not Canada. You don't go to Canada for 30 years for stealing money. No, you just go to the mental asylum for three years after eating some dude's face, and then they let you out on your meds. Mm-hmm. 100%. All right. Last one. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Okay. Teacher advises bullied student to act less gay. God damn it. Kids getting bullied. Yeah. The hell's wrong with me? Teacher says... You stop acting so gay. I wonder if this teacher is married to the same sheriff in Florida. No. Damn it. This was Iowa? This was Iowa, bro. Fuck. Come on, man. That's something like, uh, isn't that something you would have heard in school? Not you specifically, but, you know, one of your teachers. We, we grew up in the 90s, 2000s. Yeah. And they would have said shit like that back then in Iowa, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Damn it. Yeah, well, whatever. Act less gay. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's let's get a little bit toilet flushy here. So, uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter. I know you're dying to itch your asshole about that. So, oh no, what, it's do you, fan- what do you got to say about it? No, it's just fantastic, man. I'm just I I love watching it because all the people who like thought they had free reign to shit all over everyone they didn't like now they are acting like. You know, they're being put into the online version of uh, Auschwitz. The uh, old uh, uncle uh, Adolf uh, Musk is going to come along and like, mm. you know, put them in the, uh, you know, put them in the old time out. Right. And so the ongoing joke, debate, whatever it is, is that he's going to everyone's just going to start saying the N word on you, Twitter and not get banned. 
I don't know if that's what he means by free speech. I don't think he means anybody can say what they want. I don't know. We'll see. But I did see a, a tweet of somebody saying N-word, F-word, the other F-word. You know? Yeah. N-word, F-word, N-word, F-word. Like, he's typing this out. And he's like, I can say all that now. It won't get banned. And it had thousands of retweets. And of it's course. like, holy shit. Like, did, did he did he buy it? And then all of a sudden, these policies took took effect. Because as soon as he bought it, Marjorie Taylor Greene had her account unsuspended. And so did Tucker Carlson. See, That I, ain't no coincidence, man. I, it, it couldn't be. Like, I, I don't know that. Uh, I heard that, like, the official sale is, like, still hasn't, like, officially gone right. through. Right. He it's doesn't still- own Twitter yet. Yeah, exactly. So he hasn't even had his hands on it long enough to even do anything. The thing I find hilarious about it, all these people that are bitching about what a fucking Nazi is and how, like, they're all going to be, you know, rounded up and shit are the ones bitching the loudest and calling him names and calling him a Nazi, and yet they haven't had their shit banned yet. So if uh, people are going to say, well, it's not a coincidence that Marjorie Taylor Greene and Tucker Carlson had their shit on suspended, it also wouldn't be a coincidence that all those people shitting all over Elon and calling him a Nazi and other shit still have their accounts. The the, the free speech that he told everybody that he would have when he sure. was in charge. Now, the question is, and I already know your answer, does free speech include hate speech? Um, basically, my, my uh, definition of free speech would be what the First Amendment allows as far as uh, not being persecuted by the government. And that's everything up to except a call for violence. Right. But even that, it's a legal term. Free speech is, it's a lot like how when they say your freedom to swing your arm ends where my nose begins. And I feel like that's true. Yeah. So if if I'm on Twitter, some which I'm not, thanks a lot, Elon. Jesus. But when I was on Twitter, if someone wanted to say, hey, you suck, which they did every day. Yeah. You know, that's their freedom to say that. But if they were to say, hey, uh, um, <laughs> I think uh, Jehovah's Thickness should go back in the gulag. Uh, is, is that freedom of speech or is that hate speech? You know? Like, does, does he have a right to discriminate against somebody's religion, their race, their what? Like, picture this. Let's say there's um, an African-American fellow posting on Twitter. Does someone have a right to say, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, please continue, sir. Don't, don't let me stop you. Look, this is a hypothetical situation. It happens all the time on that website. But should somebody be able to say, hey, I think... Uh, you people shouldn't be allowed to post and lists out a bunch of slurs against him. Should that person not only have to see that, but have it attached to their tweet. So if he says today, I'm eating a sandwich and some guy says, of course you are. Or it's whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that's a stereotype, but like if he's, if he, if he just replies the N word. Yeah. That's it. Should should that tweet be attached to his tweet about eating a sandwich? So, I mean, well, here's the thing. So, again, if you want to go, like, off uh, the government's, you know, the, the First Amendment's definition of free speech, and I understand that Twitter isn't part of the government, but if you wanted to just use your definition, which would be basically anything is allowed short of a call to violence. Um, if he wants to go to that extreme, then, yeah, it would be allowed. The person in question who is having that said to them could block the account so that you could no longer see any of their racist shit. 
Um, or if Elon does want to be proactive, yeah, you add a few caveats and say, look, we're not going to allow you to like just throw out racial slurs at people. Uh-huh. You a know. few caveats. See, that's where we are right now. That's what Twitter always was. Well, so- to, to a degree, but that's the thing. People are saying, oh, well, if you know, uh, Elon's in charge and you're going to you know, see uh, you know, people advocating for sex with children. Well, that already exists on Twitter. They call themselves MAPS, the Minor Attracted Persons. The, those accounts already exist, and there's already people advocating for that. There's already people shitting all over religions, Christianity and shit. So, I mean, there's already stuff that's going on on Twitter that's allowed in accounts that aren't being banned for it. But, yeah, it's, you're basically asking how to what extreme. Well, like I said, the, the furthest extreme you could go is allowing everything short of uh, a call to violence against somebody or a group of people. But to actually just say, I don't like this group of people and using a racial slur to do it. I mean, that's that's what we're going to find out over the next few weeks. Sure. But to illustrate something that you have been saying is that you think Twitter has evolved into basically a digital town hall and people should be allowed on there to voice their opinions, which it's officially not a public utility, but you're saying it should be and and have different standards attached to it. I'm not opposed to that. And that's what Elon's saying as well. Again, not opposed to it. But let's say there's a town hall meeting. Citizens can come up and talk about what they want. Now, if one citizen goes up and says, I think we need to do something about the goddamn insert slur here that are moving into our town. And he starts illustrating all the reasons why. And he's yelling into the microphone. They should they they will say, sir, that's enough. You begun. Or if someone comes in and goes around the room and points at everybody and he's like, uh, you know, give, give, says the worst thing, just a one word racial slur to every single person one by one walks up to them. You're this. You're that. Because that's what people on Twitter do. Yeah. So it's like and, and then in the town hall, they're like, hey, 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 leave them. Leave those people alone. They don't want to be called those names. Get out of our town hall meeting. And they can't say, well, this is a public utility. This is a public space. It's like, yeah, but we have rules here. We set up a business. Hey, Twitter, come and post some shit. But uh, if we don't like it, we're going to delete it. And it's here are the guidelines for it. It's basically hate speech. Yeah. And, and misinformation and whatever. So they'll have their rules that you say, okay, I agree to that. I'll fucking sign up. It's like it's like saying, um, um, is it illegal to be naked? No. Is 7-Eleven allowed to say... Sir, naked Florida man, you're not allowed to come in here without wearing some clothes. Yeah, I mean, as a private business, that's, that's what 7-Eleven would have the right to do and what Twitter currently has the right to do. Um, now, as far as like, yeah, going to that extreme and allowing that type of speech. Yeah, I mean, y- you could do it under the guise that you have the right to say whatever you want. Again, short of a call for violence. Uh, but you're not free of the consequences, meaning if you're spouting off a whole bunch of racist shit to somebody who is of that race, they can block you so that they don't have to hear it. But on top of that, you're putting yourself out there in a public space where everybody, including your family, your coworkers, your boss, will see all that, and you're not free of the consequences of your speech. Okay, but... then it's not necessarily a public utility. I present to you this debate. Um, say the airlines, they consider that a public utility. They're private businesses, but they're held to certain standards, yeah. which is great, or it's fine. On Twitter, 
you don't have to be Brandon Collins. You could be Nazi Lover 69. And you could go on there as Nazi Lover 69 and say whatever you want without sure. without those real life consequences. So sure. if that were true, you would need to verify your own identity. And that is not something people would want. Well, see, and that's the thing. As of right now, no, but that's one of the things that uh, Elon uh, wanted to do is to like get rid of all the spam bots, the fake accounts and all that, and wants to implement a system to actually verify that the account actually belongs to a real person. Yes. And, and that's where, like, as far as the whole free speech goes, e- even allowing the the ugliest of, of speech up to a certain point is if you want to go ahead and say that, if you want to throw that out there towards a person, a group of people and all that, just understand that your identity is going to be verified and people will know who you are when you say that. To me, that is how you implement free speech. You make people accountable for what they actually say. Sure, and I wouldn't be opposed to that necessarily. However, when he says fake accounts, he doesn't mean... Because Nazi Lover 69 is manned by a real person. That's a person who downloaded Twitter, signed up with an email address, and is the one posting it. What he means by bots are the ones that... You know, they'll have these farms or whatever where these where, where an actual script creates an account. Sure. And by the thousands of them like that, those like let's go Brandon hashtags were they they said that like over half of them were done by fake accounts. That's yeah. what he means by yeah. bots. Bob is, one zero two three sure. five. And, and like they have they have very, very complex and sophisticated algorithms where they will tweet certain phrases, certain everything yeah. and even interact with other bots. To make it look like something is bigger than it's not, to sort of influence public opinion on something. So um, that's what he's talking about: is getting rid of those kind of bots. He doesn't mean fake accounts, because Nazi Lover sixty nine, although that's not his real name, it's still a fake. It's it's not a fake account because it's manned by a real person. Well, well, and again, you know the the how you sign up for a Twitter account now is different than if what Elon is you know, actually saying will come to pass is that mm-hmm. they would have to verify, you know, how that's going to be done. Like whether you have to, you know, provide, I don't know, your social security number or some way to like personally identify you to where you can't create like multiple accounts and you can't hide behind anything. And people are going to be able to identify you, you know, that way. Then, uh, do you think the right's going to be okay with that? Like all those people with hashtag two a and hashtag let's go Brandon that have names like American Patriot 69, you know, and a picture of Donald Trump on steroids. Do you think those people would be okay with having to verify their identity with personal information to a private business? It doesn't matter whether they like it or not. I mean, that's the thing. There's got to be checks and balances. If you're going to allow, if you are truly going to allow the furthest reaches of free speech, then you have to make, you know, people accountable, which means you have to actually verify that that's a real person and they can't just hide behind, you know, whatever American Patriot 69, like people mm-hmm. will be able to find out who you are. Or uh, Biden lover 69. I'm not, I'm not necessarily being yeah, prejudiced yeah, I, to that. Yeah. Get but, it, whatever it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are, what your political stance is, what your religious stance what your race is, any of that, as long as there's a set metric to verify who the actual individual is and however Elon figures out to do that, um, you either are okay with it or you're not. But like you don't just get to you know pick and choose the metrics by how you want to engage on Twitter. At the end of the day, even public utilities are still private companies, so you still have to abide by certain rules. 
Sure. And I'm okay with that, believe it or not. I am okay with that. I just don't think that's what Elon's talking about when he says the bots and the fake accounts. I think he means like, because Twitter was saying during those hashtag wars, whatever, that um, one computer was manning up to 10,000 individual accounts, like active individual accounts that were all, it was all automated, but it was done by one computer. I think that's what he means more so than, like I was saying earlier, like the fake account. I'm actually okay with that. If everybody... If everything you said had those real world consequences, yeah. then yeah, go ahead and say what you want. Yeah, the, go and, ahead and, and, be and that's free how, to say that. Yeah, and that's how and that's how it should be. Like, okay, I can agree to that. Yeah, because I mean that's how it is now. Like you can, you know, you is you know whatever Joe Smith can go out and you know say whatever you want in the town square, but people have the right to videotape you and put mm-hmm. it online, and like everyone can see that Joe Smith is out there saying some horrible shit. Joe Smith from Joe Smith Constructions says only whites i only want to hire white people that is my personal opinion people go jesus christ this fucking guy and they're not going to support his business and people are getting like you said yes the real world consequences that i'm fucking fine with i'm 100 okay with that yeah so if that's how he goes about it then 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 absolutely as long as uh, he's not going to allow anybody to yeah just hide behind some you know uh Mm -hmm. you know bullshit account see and i will Again, I agree that that's, I'm 100% on board with that, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. And I also don't think that's what he's talking about. Sure. But, but if it was, all for it, man. But the thing is, like, people also like to say, they like to go on Twitter where it has nothing to do with politics or whatever. They're just like, I'm a pink unicorn. And they go on there and they're a pink unicorn. And they're like, I am currently typing this with my hooves. And like, it's harmless, but it's a, it's not who they are. Yeah. So maybe behind the scenes, but at the same time, you have something behind the scenes where if every single account has somebody's social insurance number or social security number attached to it, you know, you're opening the door for fraud. There's going to be a lot of, I don't know, like you said, separate problems. And I don't even think that's what he's talking about. All right. We are the Valley Boys. We back in town. Brandon's back in town. We're having sex. Making you laugh, solving the world's problems. With each other. Make sure you tweet at Twitter support to free Dave Weasel. I saw that as a hashtag. Thank you, people. Brandon, you posted that. Hashtag free Dave Weasel, which is funny because I'm the one being with a suspended account, but it's not for anything I posted. It's it's because some fucking idiot in Florence, South Carolina, managed to hack my shit and take over my account and posted from my account, hey, I'm selling this account message me if you want it and then someone did <laughs> see and that's like we can already determine where some of these assholes are at so uh here's the thing have that two-factor authentication on your account okay that way nobody can get in unless they have your, their your phone in their hand yeah absolutely so i guess can't stress that enough half a million followers verified account gun all right where do you find us online brandon all right. Well, uh, on Twitter, uh, you can uh, find me at El Oso Blanco 69 and uh, you can find uh, us on uh, Instagram at Valley or uh, sorry, at El Oso Blanco 69 at Dave Weasel. You can find at Valley Boys Pod on uh, Twitter at Valley Boys Podcast on Instagram. Damn, that's a mouthful. You can find me on Twitter at just kidding. I'm not on there anymore. Thanks a lot. Again, you're welcome. All right. Um, again, 
buymeacoffee.com slash valleyboys. Kick us five bucks. It all goes to Brandon. Make sure you check out that new merch drop. We got the raccoon drunk eating pizza. We got ugly guy summer. We got all kinds of shit on there. Go to drum.io slash valleyboys. Pick yourself up a little something. Again, we got a 4th of July Independence Day shirt coming out. That drops uh, June 1st, so not for a while. San Diego, June 5th, Madhouse Comedy Club. Again, drum.io slash valleyboys to get tickets. Brandon, it's a pleasure having you back. Good to be back. And uh, just one uh, final thing uh, to everybody who has uh, donated to help me uh, get along with uh, surgery and recovery and all that. Uh, once I uh, start to get a little bit better, I'll go around and uh, find everybody and send you a personal thank you. I, I do appreciate it very much because being able to do this and just terrorize Dave mentally just means so much to me. So thank you all for helping me get back to do that. Yeah. I, I don't know if I feel so comfortable thanking them now, especially when you put it that way, but we will be reading <laughs> out uh, everybody's name that has donated to the, to the GoFundMe. Um, even if you donate $1 or a thousand dollars, whatever it is, uh, we're very appreciative of that. Helping Brandon get back on his feet. Uh, we'll be reading your name shortly. All right. From Reseda, California. Peace out. And good night. I literally dropped the microphone.